Welcome back to the WREM Morning Show. Joining me in the studio this morning, I have some folks from the Monmouth Fire Department, Fire Chief Casey Rexroat and Captain Craig Kozad. How you guys doing this morning? Good. Very good. good. You? Doing great, huh? We uh, we got some decent weather coming. I mean, temperature-wise, by the end of this, we were announced, we were saying 60 degrees for Christmas Eve on Friday yesterday. Now it's down to a balmy 55. So. Uh, it's not good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, no. I want it 30 below. <laughs> Are you a cold weather person? I Craig? love cold weather. Dude, really? Love it, yeah. There is nothing more in the world that I can't stand than than cold weather. You'd be surprised how much I run into that. <laughs> I'll bet you're in the minority. I will say you're in the minority. Yeah, 30 below might be a little much, but <laughs> like a little snow. Yeah, yeah I mean, and I, when it's summer, I want it to be summer, but when it's winter, I want it to be winter. So. We've got we've got a, a pretty we've got a almost a brand new daughter-in-law uh, that is uh, she's from Florida and she's with my son out in the Navy in California. She's never seen snow. So they're back wow. this week. So she's like, all right, I'm going to Illinois. Yeah, all right. right. There will be snow. Do you think a lot of people get excited about coming to Illinois? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah. First, don't be excited coming to Illinois. Yeah. And two, don't wish for snow. Now, we don't like that here That's Illinois. amazing. Right. I said, there's going to be no snow, which you might catch a suntan. Yeah, yeah. good. I don't know. I'm not complaining either way. It's probably mean, colder in California than it will be here. That's probably right. true. How you guys doing? How's, how's everything at the fire station? Good, good, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's been actually uh, fairly quiet lately. We did have a, uh, a small structure fire here uh, about a week and a half ago or so that uh, the guys got to and knocked it down pretty quickly. We actually luckily, luckily had a uh, passerby catch it uh, pretty early in the fire, called, and um, the guys got there quick and, and got a quick knockdown on it, so uh, kept it from spreading inside the house, and it was um, good that they caught that. But really, the, uh, as far as the home fires, we've actually been low lately. We've got the uh, Keep the Rethread ca- campaign that's yes. been going on all month. And uh, it's going very well. We just have the one one light that we've changed for that. Um, I'm going to jinx it by saying that. I, <laughs> I don't think you we can. Should, maybe we shouldn't be talking about this. You're talking to the biggest jinx on radio. So as long as I don't say it, we're all right. Yeah. No, but, uh, you know, we, we want everybody to have a happy holiday and, um, you know, make sure that they're they're being safe around their house and, and keeping an eye on the candles and, and uh, the cooking and things like that so they don't catch their house on fire and... and yeah, I, I can imagine that's never happened to me, and I, I can't imagine what it's like to have yeah. something like that. That's like you know the people um, I know down in uh, Kentucky and uh, out in Iowa and things like that that are probably suffering right now because their house has been devastated by uh, you know weather events and things like that just before the holidays. I can imagine. So, how uh, how was how was the year overall as far as? Uh fires go i mean was it a bad year good year i, I wouldn't year? say i mean craig you correct me if i'm wrong i wouldn't say it was a bad year no, we, did, no. we did have um a few here and there and, and we had a lot of mutual aid uh fires with the you know neighboring departments okay. that we went and helped out with and things like that um but within monmouth it, it wasn't a i wouldn't call it a bad year i anyway. think maybe destructive wise it was bad but as far as the overall volume of fires we had it was it was low i would say yeah so, summer I, was pretty quiet with you know everybody was at home there for a period of time and i, I didn't know if maybe we had a spike with everybody spending more time i think it actually might have been re- inversely affected okay. because i think people were home and they're aware of they catch things early True. Or, yeah. i mean i would guess there's probably a multitude of fires that happen that we don't even know about yeah you know that you know <laughs> hey, you say it, but they, you know they put home. out in the kitchen they're like oh that was a close call type of thing you know yeah. and and uh, i think it's probably fair to say that i think most of ours you know they happen in the kitchen or at night, but but or a lot of times I'm cooking. Or anytime you're cooking, right? And <laughs> me and cooking. well, anyone. So <laughs> <Terrible>. <laughs> the smoke alarm—that's a different thing. But it's not a timer. It's not a timer. The smoke alarm is not a timer. Oh, it's okay. too late by that point. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, I think I think actually people were home more. I think that actually caught a lot yeah, of things. I guess probably. I never at it that yeah. Way. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been 
I don't want to say quiet because that's you know it's a bad word in our world. But sure, sure. Medically speaking, we've been we've gotten hammered. Actually, yeah. medical calls have been off the charts, but uh, ambulance runs, things like that. Um, but uh, fire wise, so far so good. And it gets really cold. When we get the cold snaps, that's when we, we really get hit with the fires because alternative heat sources, mm-hmm. um, you know, overloads on furnaces, things like that. They take a lot more power, run a lot more, things like that. So. Yeah, I uh, you know I I'm sure folks out there think it's fire department. All they do is go to fires. That's mm-hmm. that's certainly not the case. Well, seventy percent of our calls are medical. So right. yeah. really, not structure fire wise, is four percent of the calls really is no roughly kidding. that neighborhood. I would yeah. have never guessed it was that. Yeah, long. and it's because of you know obviously changes in systems, mm-hmm. you know sprinkler systems uh our smoke alarm campaigns um things like that have really changed the, the way that all that is and then you know you used to have car fires all the time they were carbureted now they're all fuel injected so you rarely have a car fire um you know it's just a lot of different variables um but then when we do have a fire it's way more serious because the way the homes are built now they sure. burn way faster and way more dangerous so it's 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 and that's why training so important because you know if you were in the 70s you had a fire all the time so it was like the training kind of offset the other but now you have to really know what you're doing because they're not as common so wow yeah honestly i think the last big structure fire we had in town here was probably in april so april may or somewhere in there i think it was but uh so yeah and then you know speaking of getting out of your house quickly and things like that you know they they've done a lot of studies and, and you know a long time ago, they made furniture and things like that, and a lot of different materials, and uh, you know, more cotton and, and uh, wool and things like that, and um, that compared boxes. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, it, you say that, but it doesn't burn near as fast as uh, the synthetics and uh, right. things like that. It burns now, and okay. so mm-hmm. a, a couch now burns a lot different than a couch, you know, 30, 40 years ago, or you know, probably beyond that. But uh, um, you know, it used to be you had fifteen maybe 15, I think 15 minutes to get out of your right. house safely if, if your house caught on fire back in the old days I'll say <laughs> when you were back when, we when you were like 40 Sean <laughs> <laughs> now, now, now it's talking like that. 30 years ago yeah see exactly <laughs> now now that time's cut down to two or three minutes to get out of your house before you know that hot black smoke and then you have a room flash over and wow, so it's not a lot of time it is not and so that's why we we push and push and push those smoke alarms to to that's your first line of defense that's the first thing that's going to alert you that there's a fire and you need to get out so you don't have much time these days to get and out. the smoke the smoke is way more toxic now too you know well back in the old old, old days you know it was wood and and like you said cotton and things like that they didn't have air packs which you know that we breathe the breathing apparatus that we use um, but the smoke's so toxic now it, that's what kills the majority of the people in a fire it's not the fire itself it's actually the, the smoke inhalation mm-hmm. so it's just it's devastatingly bad which which goes around to one of our subjects today, developing a plan on how to get out in that two or three minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, you know, just take some time with your family. It just takes a second, you know, to to talk to your family. And say, hey, what are we going to do if there's a fire? Or hey, if you're in your bedroom, what are you going to? How are you going to get out? You know, uh, you know, every every bedroom should have a window that's openable. Um, you know, sometimes people might paint those shut or something. Just make sure they're openable. Um, even if you're on the second floor, uh, you know, the windows we can get to you at a window, and so. Um, just take a minute with your family and decide how we're going to get out and where we're going to go, you know, and, and where we're going to meet at and things like that. And so everybody knows, um, and there's no confusion about when that happens. Um, so they, they're, they're out of the house quickly. Especially, you know, of course, in a time like that, everybody's like on edge and panicking and everything. It's good to have that plan to fall back on. To right, right. Yeah, we imagine waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, we, yeah. That's the worst case scenario we always give each other in the two, fire service. 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we always say, <laughs> that's, that's are, you, are you, you know, when we do training and things like that, we're like, are you going to know how to do this at 2 o'clock in the morning when you're half awake? That's and the only time you'll have a fire at <laughs> 2 in the morning. <laughs> and, there's, and there's two feet of snow on the ground. Can you do this? And so, you know, we're trying to make things, uh, you know, 
scalable like that at the fire service. And so do that with your house. You know, when it's, when it's two o'clock in the morning and you wake up to a smoke alarm going off, are you going to know how to get out of your house and how to do it quickly? You know? And so, um, we just want, want to make sure everybody knows that stuff. And, uh, you know, um, as far as, um, having other, other, uh, disaster thing because yeah, you referenced all the trouble they were having down south right right yeah so um we just want to you know if if you take uh some time to develop a plan on what your family's going to do in a disaster and this is not evacuating the house this is maybe sheltering in the house and you know which room are you going to go to you know do your, your kids know where they should go in the house if there's a tornado coming through town you can't make it home to show them and uh uh, and if there is a kind of a disaster or something, do you have uh, maybe the supplies, a small stash of supplies to uh, get you by for the next couple of days? You know, medications and uh, sort of just some some snacks or food or water and things like that, just to get you through the next next few days. And so, you know, it's not stuff you normally think about, but you know, does that, uh, natural da- disasters can happen any time of the year, so you never know when it's going to hit, and uh, doesn't hurt to have that. Uh, stashed away in your in your basement or, or in a corner of a closet or something and just in case you ever need it i knew i was hiding some snicker bars for a reason <laughs> they're probably gone though I knew I, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. there goes my disaster plan yeah just ate it watching the ball i've got to restock, <laughs> restock. Uh, anything going on at the station we need to be aware of any retirements or you know any any new hires anything going on new uh, well, we, we, I think we're going to be hiring somebody here in the springtime. Uh, we usually try to coincide that. We have a spring and a fall academy that we send people to when we hire them, uh, and that's in Champaign, Illinois, at, at the Illinois Fire Service Institute. And so, uh, But as far as hiring, I don't know who that's going to be right now. Um, but um, we, do have, we did have a 21-year anniversary at our fire department this month. Uh, Josh Hinton has been yes. there uh, for 21 years now, and so we're celebrating his work, the work anniversary. Work anniversary. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, as far as, as far as retirements and hirings and, and things like that, that's, that's about it for now. Yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? Anything going on? Anything, I do want to address anything? one issue. I had a, somebody, well, I'll just say it was my daughter. Was questioning me. Uh, she's twenty. She's twenty. So okay. she, uh, right. you know, she's driving and uh, had an ambulance come up behind her, running hot. We call it lights and siren to a call, and she was confused. And I hate to say it, but she was confused about what her role was sure. as far as the driver goes. So I want to address that a little bit. Um, we have a saying in the fire service EMS, um, you know, for sirens and light lights pull to the right. And she was on Main Street heading heading. Uh, south and she was on the inside lane and there wasn't anybody in her right lane so she should have pulled over to the right um but what i always tell people is you know if you can pull to the right pull to the right if you're in the right lane pull off into a shoulder or a parking spot if you can but if nothing else just stop stop moving because what we're going to do is we're going to weave through the traffic and when we get to intersections i think this throws a lot of people off if if they're at a red light and we're coming up behind them, let's say all the lanes are full and they're at a red light so they can't go through because it's not green, we will go in the oncoming traffic and weave through the intersection. But it throws people off because they want to run the red light to get out of sure. our way. We don't want them to do that because the problem is, for one thing, they're running a red light, but on top of that, they're not paying attention to cross traffic. And, of course, you know, cross traffic doesn't know we're coming either. They've got the green light. They're just driving along. And then all of a sudden, a car just runs the light in front of them because they're more worried about our sirens and horns than they are you know, paying attention to the cross traffic. So if you can pull to the right, pull to the right. 
if you can't, then just stop. And then the oncoming traffic, they see us coming through, so they're not going to go, you know. And so I know it's weird to people because a lot of times we'll never pass on the right. So if there's a car on the left and there's an open lane to the right, we're not going to go to your right because if we do and then you panic and pull to the right like you remember you were supposed to do, then you run into us. So we're always going to pass you on the left even if we have to go in the oncoming lanes. So just stop moving and, you know, and, and it, also she was like, they were honking the horns and I could tell they were mad at me. And I'm like, they were honking the horns because they were going through an intersection. So <laughs> she took it really personally that all this stuff was happening. So we really had to defuse the situation. <laughs> but, uh, I'll blame myself for that. Maybe I didn't do a good job of explaining to Kendra what she should do. But, <laughs> but uh, I just learned that. I mean, but, uh, I'm always looking to go to the right. Yeah, I'd say go to the right and if you can. But the big thing is stop moving. Stop rolling because we're trying to figure out what we're going to do. And I understand when we come up behind somebody, they don't know we're coming. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh. And we know where we're going, and they don't. So it's this huge, you know, I get it. And that's why we just want you to stop, and we'll figure out how to get through. That's, so. that's great advice. Yeah. That's and that's great. that's for police, ambulance, fire, no matter who, you know. Yeah. If And also, if it's a police car behind you, you probably should pull over because they might be pulling <laughs> yeah. you over. So. Surely not. <laughs> no, they're sure, not you. No. I'm looking at the they're surely after somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Surely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's actually that's great. Yeah, I, I, I kind of thought it was funny because I just I guess I just assumed that she knew that, that and I was yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I've been driving forever. I am literally fearless behind the wheel. But if I see lights and siren, even if it's not for me, I you know I start. And then we want you to after they go by, then we want you to follow them to wherever they're going and see what's <laughs> yeah. going on. That helps yeah. out a lot. Yeah, too. we need twenty seven cars <laughs> figuring out what's going on in Mama. Yeah, we don't. You don't need that. Don't need that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you guys want to add? I think that's about it. Okay. I don't know if you had anything else. Yeah, we got the new year coming. I think there's going to be a lot going on. Hopefully, yeah. I don't want to say the bad word, the COVID word, but uh, yeah. we've got some ideas for the schools and stuff like that. And if we yeah. can stay stay positive and moving. We're, yeah, it's going to be interesting yeah. after this break. See yeah, we'll see things, uh, see how, the, how it goes. But, yeah. Fingers crossed but, for uh, sure. Yeah, hopefully everybody can continue on at least some sort of normalcy and keep going. So Yeah, continue being safe, too. Cause yes. You know, and I always say, I was just talking to somebody the other night uh, about the Keep the Wreath Red. And, uh, you know, I said, I wish that was in January because it always seems like December. Sure. We get through December, okay, you know, it's always kind of warm like this. And then January, February hit, and then there's that, we get the what, cold snap, and yes, that's, that's when the fires cold. happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody yeah. thinks Christmas oh. is cold. Mm. It's nah. not. It's January, February, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. It's Illinois. You know, it's a. Yeah, it's you know, wait be, 10 minutes and the weather changes. 70 so. degrees last week. <laughs> hey, what was that all about? I don't know. Bring uh, the snow, I'm telling you. Oh, but, uh, you know, stay stop safe. It, and, and if anybody stop needs it. any smoke, de- smoke detectors, we'd yep. be more than happy to come out and yep. put them in your house. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Good deal. All right, guys. Have a great have a great holiday, and uh, we'll see you next year. I've been forever. You know, <laughs> Sounds I'm, great. You know, Good one. In, I'm Good back one. in. Fourth, Maybe you won't. I'm back in fourth grade. <laughs> see you next year. All right. That, that's uh, Fire Chief Casey Rexroad and Captain Craig Cozad. We'll be back here on the morning show.